Don't wait. Welcome back to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. You're here with Tony DiLorenzo. And Elisa DiLorenzo. In today's show, we're going to talk about not waiting until your marriage is in crisis to seek out guidance and help. This is so important. And, you know, I want you all to really listen uh, to what we talk about in this episode, because so many people put off what they really know they need to do. And as you're listening to this episode, something might strike a chord with you. You might think, you know what? I need to share that with Tony and Elisa. And if that happens to you while you're listening to this podcast, I want you to pick up the phone, dial 858-876-5663 and leave us a voicemail about what resonated with you. You don't need to put your name on there. We don't need to know where you're from. We keep everything anonymously because we want it to be a safe place for you guys to share what's going on with your marriage. And... You know, we always start the episodes with a quote and and talking about not waiting, not procrastinating. There's this quote from Karen Lamb and it says, a year from now, you may have wished you started today. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's powerful. Read that again. A year from now, you may wish you had started today. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is so true. Because, you know, you always hear, well, hindsight's twenty twenty. Absolutely. It, it, you know, it's crystal clear to look in the past. But, you know, we spend a lot of time coaching couples. We've talked in past, you know, shows about the benefits of coaching and things like that. But the more the One Extraordinary Marriage family grows, the more people that find out about us because you're sharing us through Facebook, you're putting up those great reviews on iTunes, letting people know that this is a resource for them. What's happening is that more and more people are realizing that their marriage has needed help for a while and that there are definitely times when those warning signs were there, but they've chosen not to heed them. Yeah. And we got a a really awesome hug from iTunes, um, a review here. And it says, thank God for one extraordinary marriage by Gidget with a punch which is great. Five-star review. And here's, and here's what they say. I recently stumbled upon this podcast in my search for good advice on rebuilding my broken marriage. I usually don't write reviews, but feel compelled to do so because the message that Tony and Elisa convey are so spot on. I am deeply appreciative for their openness and honesty regarding real life, tough issues that are experienced in marriage. They come across so well because they have been there and are better for it. They definitely do not sugarcoat things, but truly inspire hope. Thank you so much, and keep up the good, wor- the great work of inspiring extraordinary marriages. Thank you, Gidget, with a punch. I um, love that name. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit of a mouthful to say. You know, the thing is, is that there are a lot of people that come to the one extraordinary marriage family in that situation. Mm-hmm. I- I've talked to. I have a lot of people that click through. Um, the slash 20 minutes. They click through for that complimentary initial coaching call. And when they do that, part of what happens there and part of that process. So for those of you that don't know what happens after you click through there, I have, you get a link to my calendar. So you get to set up an appointment that works best for you. But I also ask you to answer some questions for me to give me a little bit of background. And, and part of that is saying, you know, 
tell me what's going on. And, you know, we would kind of start digging into what's been going on. What have, what have some of those warning signs been to you? Mm-hmm. And over the last few weeks, there's been this pattern that's been going on where I've been getting the questionnaires filled out with people saying, well, I've known that there was a problem in my marriage, but I thought we had more time, but I didn't pursue help, but I didn't, you know, it's always kind of, I knew there was a problem. Yeah. Something is going on. You sense it. Yeah. You may be sitting there right now listening to this going, huh? seems very interesting that my spouse is no longer sleeping in the same bed with me anymore, or my spouse is out more often than not, or my spouse tends to make sure that I fall asleep before they, you know, come into bed. There, there's something going on. You sense it. You know it. And what we really want to dig into today is don't wait. <laughs> you know, don't wait until that moment when your spouse looks at you in your face and goes, you know what? I'm moving out. Mm-hmm. I want a divorce. I want a divorce. I want to separate. I don't want to be with you with you anymore. I've had an emotional affair. I've had a physical affair. Whatever it may be. If you have an intuition, if your gut is telling you that something isn't right, act upon it. Mm-hmm. It's probably telling you something that is happening. Don't push it aside. That is your intuition. We were born with that. God has given us an intuition to know when something is not right. And for some of you, maybe your gut. For some of you, maybe, I don't know, you just, it's some manifestation some physical manifestation that you recognize now. You're old enough. You've seen it. You've felt it enough in your life. And that may be just going off right now in your marriage. Mm -hmm. So don't wait any longer. You know, talk to your spouse. You know, take the time to to sort of sit down and, and figure out what's happening. You know, what is going on? Why is it that we're not able to sleep in the same bed anymore? Before we get to that conversation, I want to address why you're waiting. Mm. Because I'm going to pull those things out into the light. I'm going to call you on it. Because some of you are not addressing this because you're afraid of what's on the other side of that conversation. You're afraid that your inklings that there's another person, that your inklings, that there's an addiction, that your inklings of infidelity, whatever that is, you're afraid that you're right. And you don't want to undo the life that you have. I'm telling you, if there's a problem in your marriage, it's already being unraveled. Some of you don't think you have the time or think, um, don't think that you have the time, think that you have all the time in the world. You think, well, I said I do to this person. They said I do to me. It's okay if we have problems because our pattern is to just sweep them under the rug. We're just, we're going to be married forever. I know I've got time to work on this. I'm telling you right now, if you're not working on your marriage, the clock is ticking and you're running out of time. Because if you're not going to invest the time in your marriage, someone or something else will fill in that time for your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of you, some of you are not pursuing working on your marriage because you don't think you have the money to do so. You don't, you know that it's going to take outside help. You know, you know, whether it's 
you know, if there's addiction, if there's gonna have to be therapy, if you need a marriage coach, if you need to just get your finances in order, you need a financial counselor, you know that you need help and you're worried about the financial aspect of that and you're, you're concerned with where the, where's the money gonna come from. If you don't address this in your marriage, it will cost you more than you're even, than you can even conceive right now. And some of you are just flat out in denial. Some of you are just sitting there going, you know, Lisa, keep talking because I'm not listening to you. Because, yeah, maybe I've got that feeling, but there's nothing wrong in my marriage. I'm going to call you on it right now. You've got to stand up and face the truth that something is going on in your marriage. You've got to stop sticking your head in the sand, waiting for it to all blow over and take a stand and fight for your marriage. The lazy man, and I use man generic, lazy man, lazy woman, is the one who ends up wondering where their marriage went because they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. That's not you guys. If you tune into the show week after week, you're trying to engage in your marriage. If you're a brand new listener, welcome to the show. You are in (laughs) for the ride of your life. You're in the right place. That's for sure. Because this marriage thing, you've heard us say it before. This marriage thing is not easy. Because if it was, there'd be no divorce. Yeah. It takes time and effort. And and you don't have all the time in the world to fix the problems. Right. And hey, I'm going to put a link in this in this week's show um, for three ways to overcome your fear. It's mm-hmm. an article we wrote to help you to look at your fears and what you can do to overcome them. Because you know what? Personally, for me, when there's something that comes up and there's an internal fear that I'm facing and I got to talk to Elisa about it, you know, my hands get sweaty. My heart beats fast. I get short breath. We all have these types of physical manifestations of facing our fears. Mm -hmm. Heck, get me on a, get me on a high dive. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I, I get, I'm stopped in my tracks. My son, my daughter, they'll just jump right off. I, I'm telling you, for like me. When, when we did oh, trapeze. Oh, trapeze. When we did trapeze. I mean, I was, I, I still to this day, you know, you get up on that little ledge and you're 30 feet high off in the air and you're going to grab this little pole thing and swing through the air and let go. And oh, geez, you talk about. He's sweating right now. Just thinking about it. Yes. And. You know what? That happens in our marriage, but every time we overcome our fears, and that's what this article is going to talk about, three ways that you can overcome your fear. So you can, you know, talk about those issues that are starting to, you know, show up, Mm -hmm. you know, that, gosh, we're not having sex as often as we used to, you know, what, what's going on? You know, it it may be, heck, we got to a comment the other day from somebody who's just, you know, she doesn't want to have sex anymore because of vaginal dryness. You know, she's just frustrated with using lubes, you know, and, and you may be going, Oh wow. You know that that's not that big of a deal. You know what? For them and for her, it is, but 
if you're unable to talk about that, it can lead to much, much more. Because honestly, if I'm a husband and I'm talking, you know, and I'm waiting and I'm waiting for my wife to initiate sex, but I'm not asking her questions, I don't know what's going on, you know, that leads to me going astray, you know, starting to look down other ways. What, what, what's, you know, what am I doing? Well, I, she doesn't want to have sex with me. So I'm going to just go sit on the couch, mm-hmm. y- you know? So don't wait to ask those questions. It's opening up. Hey honey, what's wrong? Well, I'm having vaginal dryness. It hurts. I don't enjoy it anymore. And here's what goes along with this whole idea of not waiting to address the issues in your marriage you have to create an atmosphere of trust and security in your relationship because you have to be able to take off those masks and get real with one another. Mm -hmm. You know, it's part of the love always marriage blueprint. We do a whole module on removing your masks because you and I both know that we put on all kinds of different faces depending on who we're with. You know, whether we're, you know, with our family and our kids, whether we're with the coworkers, whether we're with the people at church, uh, whether we're, you know, walking into the grocery store. And sometimes we sit across the table from our spouse and we have yet to take off those masks. Hmm. We don't let them into the closest places. And that's where a lot of these issues come from because we, we choose not to be vulnerable. We don't know how to be vulnerable because of past hurts because of past relationships, whatever it is. But when you can get to the point where you can take off your masks and know that, yes, there's going to be emotional, there's going to be an emotional reaction. Mm -hmm. There is. Sometimes you guys are going to share stuff and it's going to be ugly and there's going to be tears and there's going to be anger. You know, there, those are human emotions. It is okay. Hear me. It is okay to experience emotions. Mm. It's not okay to get physical with one another. It's not okay to belittle one another, to be emotionally, physically, verbally abusive. But it is okay to express yourself uh-huh. through your emotions. And, and that's part of what you're afraid of. You know, for those of you that are just kind of, you know, riding along in that okay place, you're afraid of rocking the boat. You're afraid that what happens if, if we have emotion? in our marriage. Well, guess what? You'll know the two of you are alive. Hmm. This is true. It'll give you a place to start from. Maybe you've become so complacent in your marriage that you've allowed the spark, the fire to kind of, you know, turn down to just like a low ember. Yeah. Maybe you need to engage in those tough conversations. You need to ask the tough questions to start fanning that because Here's the thing I run into time and time again is that you all have stopped talking to each other. I said this to a gentleman I was on the phone with the other day. I not said, all of you, but no, and, and these are not blanket statements, yeah. but, but a lot of times we get to a place where, you know, what are we talking about? We're talking, if you have children, you're talking about the kids. It's very easy to fall into this whole, like, let's just live in what the kids have to do. If you don't have kids, many of you are kind of wrapped up in the work like, oh, my job, my job, my job, my job. And if you have both, then it's my job and the kids. And hold on a second. Where are the two of you in this? Right. 
It's too easy and there are too many distractions in our world for you not to be intentional about your marriage. Between all of the electronics, between all of the other fun things there are to do out there, it is so easy to disengage from your marriage. Mm -hmm. So you can't wait to re-engage. If you get even an inkling that something has fallen off, like Tony and I were doing some different things with our schedule in terms of how we were, you know, structuring one extraordinary marriage and when we were recording and things like that. And I noticed that we were having a little bit of drift. And so we were talking one day and I said, we need to look at our schedule. He's <laughs> like, I, I, this is working. What's going on? I said, no. I said, this is what I'm feeling. And we weren't at the point where I was, you know, ready to walk out the door. And it wasn't at the point where I needed to have a full on argument with him. It was that first, hmm, something's not quite right. Right. And so what did we do? We well, that sat, was just last week. That was just last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is how real some of this stuff is for us, you guys. Yeah. We only bring it up because we are living it. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember you just saying that and, you know, we'd had a couple of little tiffs prior and we had to look at ourselves and go, you know what? We need to just slow down. We need to stop, you know, just talking about the work thing all the time or the kids thing. But you and I, we just need to sit down and just have some time to talk, mm-hmm. you know, about what's going on with us. You know, where do we want to be, you know, as a couple, where, where do, what are the things that we want to try and what do we want to dream about? And you know what? That was really fun because we're coming up on 17 years in October. And so 20 is just around the corner. I mean, it's, it's like, wow, it's close. It's close. It's, you know, three years away here. And so, you know, we want to do something fun on our 20th and we're of the motto that wherever we're going to go, we're going to save up for it. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have credit cards. So, you know, this allowed us time to talk and dream together. And we found, Elisa found this amazing little, we love doing vacation rental by owners, by the, by the way. Um, what is the website? It's vrbo.com. And so basically when we go on vacations, we rent houses. That's what we do. We don't go to resorts. We don't go to hotels because we like just chilling at a house. We like being able to cook our own meals and do our own thing. That's what we did this past year in Arizona and years prior in Morro Bay and Tahoe and Mammoth. Mammoth. Well, for our 20th, we were going, you know what? We want to go Caribbean. We want to be somewhere warm where we can just splash in the water and just hang out. Um, probably take, we'll probably take the kids and we probably take even some parents and family just because it's, it's a celebration. Well, we come across this place. It's an island off of Puerto Rico on the northeastern side of Puerto Rico. And it's this house on a peninsula by itself. And you know what? That was so much fun that moment. Those that you know, it was maybe a couple hours. We we just honestly were looking when we had some time, but we were talking about it and and okay, now we found the place. This is where we're gonna go. It sleeps like twelve, so we'll probably bring some folks along and we'll all just share in the cost of the place. And but see, this is where you don't wait. We, we found something and, and now we have a plan and we started sitting down and we go, okay, well, it's in three so years, but we're going to need this much money to go. Let's start saving up. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we'll just start saving up now. You know, but it's those little moments that you go, okay, we're going to get right back to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. Take some time. Just, you know, and even though the kids were running around and stuff. Oh, they were getting excited too. Don't right. get me wrong. That we'd pop on a picture and say, oh, what do you guys think about this? And I mean, the house that we looked at, you know, has an infinity pool looking out over into the ocean and you know, this fabulous kitchen and hammocks and all these different terraced levels and my kids are just thinking, okay, you know, the next question is, well, how old are we going to be when we go? They're trying to figure out like where they'll be in yeah. life. And, and yet that all came out of the conversation of, I'm sensing that something's not right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're out of sync. Things are a little bit off for us. We need to get, we need to get back to who we are. Yeah. Let's re let's re-engage each other in a fun way. You know, everything doesn't have to be all like serious and deep and, oh my gosh, this is, you know, everything's ending. I mean, have fun mm-hmm. with stuff too. You, you know, it's it's one of those things that I truly believe that so many of us look at other people and go, oh, they, they have the best marriage ever, that nothing ever happens. I'll, I'll tell you, most of the time in this house, it's the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, we just go about our day. We just do our thing. It's it's what we do. It's not like we're, we're here trouncing around naked all the time and and all this stuff, 80% of the time, we're doing our thing. It's life. But that 20% of the time, when we know it's us, we're engaged fully. Mm-hmm. And we make sure that we spend that time, be it emotionally, be it sexually, be it spiritually. You know, we make sure that we are fully engaged with each other. And when we're not, we call each other on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been times... You know, after having sex, when Tony will say, were, were you with me tonight? Because I'm not really sure that you were there. Mm-hmm. And that's not an easy comment to hear because I know it's the truth. Because I'm like, shoot. You know, when you're that close to somebody, you really can't fake it. Right. At least not indefinitely. They'll start to pick up. Maybe once or twice. Yeah, maybe. But if you spend enough time really investing in each other... You're not going to be able to fake it when you're not engaged. Right. So don't wait till everything's crumbling around you. You know, don't, don't wait for that moment where your spouse walks in and goes, I want a divorce. And you've been, no, you've been feeling it. You've been sensing it. You've been sensing the drift. You know, listen to your intuition. Listen to it. It's God poking you going, Hey, listen, something's up. Because it's much easier to work on your marriage when you're both still engaged, at least to some extent, mm-hmm. than it is to work on your marriage when somebody has already checked out. Yeah. And that's a whole nother podcast when somebody's already checked out, really. You know, Elisa opened up the show with that awesome quote, a year from now, you may wish you had started today. Well, I will tell you. Hold on. Oh, sorry about that. We had a we have another cell phone and it was on for some reason. <laughs> um, a year from now, you may wish you had started today. You know, when Elisa and I took on the 60 days of sex challenge, that is something I am so grateful we just took it on. And I am so proud of all of you who've gone out there and have done it and have passed us. I'm so proud of all of you 
who have taken today and said, you know, we're going to make, we're going to take this challenge. And the, the thousands of you who've done the seven days of sex challenge, you know, you've taken today and you started and it's impacted your life. It's impacted your marriage because you didn't wait till it was at the end of the rope and, you know, one foot's out the door. You said, you know what? There's something just not right right now. Let's connect, Mm -hmm. you know? And for many of you, the seven days of sex challenge is a great way to connect. It's a sexual place because a lot of us, we, 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 you know, the emotional part of it starts to slide, the spiritual intimacy, the sexual part is that physical part though, that we can truly connect together in a way that is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And it truly is. I mean, coming up on 17 years, like I said, I mean, Elise and I had one of the most amazing lovemaking sessions that I can remember. And it was just so much fun and such engagement on both of our parts that it just allows us to go, wow, I'm glad we started what we did, you know, five, six years ago now. Well, I had no idea when I said yes to you about the seven, or the seven, the 60 days of sex challenge, the implication that that would have on our marriage. Right. You know, you don't know what the future holds. And so you, you've got, you know, you don't live your life going, oh, I'm worried about the future. I'm worried about the future. You live your life saying, what can I do today to work on making my future better? What can I, you know, and we've talked about um, the question behind the question before, which is a book by, um oh, spacing his name. John G. Miller. Thank you. Um, that's all about what can I do? And when we're telling you not to wait, it's what can you do today? What can you do? As you're sitting there listening to this podcast and some of you are thinking, I don't know where to start. You know, things are chaotic or uh, I've got this little feeling. I want you to pause and I want you to ask yourself the question. What can I do today to positively impact my marriage? Be it have a conversation And if you're stuck on what kind of conversation to have or how to start that conversation, I want you to come to our website and get the 77 questions to get the conversation started. We've written this to help you get started talking to each other again. Seek the help of a coach. If you think you need another person, if it hasn't been working, just the two of you, bring in a coach as that third person to help guide you guys to where you really want to be going. You know, and for some of you, it may just be having a state of our marriage conversation, setting aside that time a couple days from now to say, we need to talk about this. Put it out there, whether it's finances, whether it's the electronics, whether it's um, you know suspicions about infidelity, whatever it is. Just, I need to talk to you about our marriage. I need to talk to you about our sex life. I need to talk to you about our finances. Set a date and have that conversation. Because like I said at the beginning, you don't have the time that you think you have. Mm-hmm. We are not promised any tomorrows, guys. We're not. So what are you waiting for? Yeah. And we'd love to hear from you. You know, For those of you who've taken that bold step, who've gotten out of your boat, you know, walked on water and said, 
I'm going to face my fear today. I'm going to face it and I'm going to talk to my spouse. We want to hear from you. Call us at 858-876-5663. Share, share what it was like for you to, to do that, to get that off your chest and to grow your marriage. Because all of us have had to go through that. We have to go through that to get to that next level. And it takes effort. And again, you call in. We're not using your name. We're not using where you're from. We use this anonymously so that we can share your message with folks around the world. Mm -hmm. So take that time today. For those of you who do need to, make sure you go look at that article, Three Ways to Overcome Your Fear. I think that will just really touch you and allow you to, to get some ideas on how you can face that fear and get that question, that first question out of your mouth and into your spouse's ears so you can start walking towards an extraordinary marriage. Oh, we love you guys from the bottom of our hearts. We do. We love you guys. And we just hope that you don't wait, that you don't wait for crisis to happen that you'll listen to what's happening in your own, in your own body and, and mind and, and take that bold step of asking a question that can explode your marriage into something absolutely extraordinary. Have a fantastic week, and we love you. 